for two and a half years we've been looking for fields and right now we're scattered all over the county. Right now we have no place as of this month that's going to allow us to practice with track. That's men's and women's track. From Berkeley Heights to Linden and various places in between we have different places to train and different places to play games. We can travel as long as 25 minutes within county just to get to a home game. So the idea was to have a field as we looked at this plant and this campus, we saw that an opportunity was here if we remove the tennis courts. Now the tennis courts really get very little use here. So it was, it was an opportunity to get rid of this solid brick of a tennis court and replace it with a nice spongy turf field that we could use really all year for either practices, and this is among the men's lacrosse, someday women's lacrosse too is, is in the plan, two soccer teams, men's and women's, and also the track, a six-lane track around it. And it fits in that section just beyond the Sperry Observatory. So we have an area there that is where the tennis court was. So as we studied this and spent, again, two and a half years figuring this out, this was the idea. Now, it's going to cost around $1.4 million, and we've been saving pennies in our piggy bank over the last couple of years to fund this, so we're, so we're ready to go with this. Can you describe the facilities, what would be included with them? It's a turf field that's a totally pervious turf field. It self-drains. It's got a detention basin, but also drainage under it that would make it so we could really use it in the middle of a rainstorm. That's why these things are so great. It's got a track around it of six lanes. There is a plan for lights, but they'll be below the tree line, so they're not neighborhood lights. They're just on that surface. And a bleacher stands that wouldn't fit more than 100 people in it because, you know, we don't get big crowds to our games. Now, one of the concerns that the neighborhood has expressed is about the removal of approximately 700 trees in the area. Can you address that a little bit, please? When you, we look at the buffer between, right now, the tennis courts and the neighborhood, and particularly Colby, there is a very sparse woods. And what we would want to do as part of this program is, in eliminating 700 trees, we're going to plant at least twice as many in that buffer area. So we're going to make that extremely dense. Right now, it's woods, but not any kind of density. In the winter, you can see really our facility from the street. So we want to thicken that area, plant younger trees, but also make it more woodsy than it is now, because it's, it's really just trees that have been left alone for a while. There's a lot of underbrush there, and it's really not well kept. Where do the plans now stand? There was a meeting last month, I believe, with the Board of Governors and the Board of Trustees. What took place there, and what are the next steps at this point? The next step is we're going to have a meeting, an open public meeting, on April 21st, inviting everybody who wants to discuss the field at the Cranford campus, Roy Smith Theater, from 5 to 7 p.m. on Monday the 21st. And here we, we need to address some legitimate concerns by the Cranford population. I mean, we love the town of Cranford. We really care about what happened. I mean, we were here during Hurricane Irene. Our campus wasn't flooded, but many of our neighbors had serious problems. I mean, our students, athletes, went into house to house to help them recover what they could from their flooded basements. We kept our campus open for showers and for electricity 
for the neighbors right through that and through Superstorm Sandy. I mean, we care deeply about the Cranford community. What's very disturbing is that there's a perception that this field, in taking out 700 trees, is going to create a greater stress on the water table and send water over to Nomahegan Park. So what we want to do is have an open discussion about that, have people who want to raise these legitimate concerns about flooding and understand that if we do nothing now, there will be more flooding than there would be in replacing a field and replacing a tennis court, which is like this giant brick, with a sponge. So we're, you know, we're, we're going to a sponge. The sponge has drainage under it that's more significant than is currently the case and would be the case with or without the trees. Because right now the water goes into a stream to the north of the tennis court that goes underground and then it goes across our street, across Springfield, over into Nomahegan. By building this facility, we'll reduce the amount that goes into that stream, with or without trees. Now, the trees are for building it into more of a forest than having woods, you know, these open, sparse woods. So between the two, this is better for that. Now, the fears that have been, I don't know, somebody's feeding fears of flooding, which I can understand. We understand fears of flooding, but this field is the opposite of what they all think in terms of, this will mitigate the flooding. And what you see now, you see standing water out there now, because that's the tennis court is a brick, and it is sending water down directly into that. Having this big sponge there, which is the turf field, will disperse much of the water, and the engineers have given us the stats, so we want to be able to share that with the public, that is going to go directly into the ground and not go into the stream that ultimately feeds Nomahegan Park's pond. We want to be able to show people this and then have them make a, an educated decision on what this really is. So far, it's been understandable fear of flooding, and people have been fanning the flames of fear. We've got a field, but we, we care about being neighbors. We care about Cranford and would never do anything to hurt Cranford, ever.